Hello, and welcome to this episode of On Air with Air Cargo World. I'm your host, Kelly Stroh, Associate Editor of Air Cargo World. I recently spoke with Asaka Kumar, Executive Vice President and Global Head of Air Freight at D.B. Schenker, a company committed to reducing its carbon emissions through the utilization of sustainable aviation fuel, or SAF, in air freight operations. In this episode, I discuss SAF, sustainability, and decarbonizing the air freight industry as a collaborative effort with Asoc. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day here to chat with me. Um, I'm excited to talk about sustainability and SAF. Uh, mm-hmm. And DB Schenker is one of the many freight forwarders who have been working toward reducing its carbon footprint. And so I would like to start off by kind of getting a better idea of Schenker's sustainability goals. Um, like when did sustainability initiatives start? What are some highlights, um, et cetera? We usually tout ourselves as being a leader in that field as far as logistics is concerned. Our sustainability initiatives have started. I mean, I can, can I can give you a, an exact date in the future, but it's it's at least going back since 2000, um, and it rides across all our products. But in particular, when we talk about air freight, I mean, air freight uh, is the largest contributor. If you look at the our logistic portfolio of products, land transport, air, ocean, uh, warehousing, so on and so forth. Air freight, unfortunately, is the largest contributor towards CO2 emissions and, and those negative effects. So there's a big focus, at least within Schenker, not only on all products across the company, end-to-end supply chain, but particularly in air freight, and that's what I'm responsible for. But we really want to focus on, on our sustainability goals, on, on um, having a sustainability programs in the air freight product um, to support that end goal. So very much we live and breathe it, and um, in particular on air freight, I think we can really make a difference, particularly noting it's, it's unfortunately the largest contributor towards uh, CO2 emissions. And what initiatives have you implemented so far, uh, you know, kind of to reach sustainability goals, and what has that progress looked like? I mean, we've always been focusing on using partner carriers that, that are – Flying relatively newer aircraft, it obviously has lower carbon emissions. So that, that has been ongoing for many years now. It's a very, I would say, a quick win, a low-hanging fruit to just, you know, divert freight or, or, or focus our freight mostly on partner carriers that, that work with those kind of aircraft. Obviously using um, our influence as well um, to get those carriers to, to buy more of those aircraft and, and, and not utilize the older ones that burn a lot of fuel and have high carbon emissions. So that's always been an ongoing um, uh, effort on our side. But in particular now, I mean, the, the, the real big uh, move we've made in this regard is, is our SAF, uh, is our SAF um, carbon neutral flight, which is using sustainable aviation fuel. So that to me is a significant uh, um, step forward in the right direction. We tout ourselves as, as being together with um, Lufthansa Cargo, our partner carrier, being the first ones to launch such a flight. I mean, Frankfurt to Shanghai and return. And, and what I would say is quite significantly different um, with us on this initiative is regardless of the support on that flight, regardless of the number of customers that come on board to support that initiative, the plane still flies. So what we see in the market is a, a lot of uh, people come out and say they're doing this, but they specifically buy sustainable aviation fuel depending on the support they get. So, for example, there's a flight, and if, if they can get 10 tons of support on that plane, then they will buy 10 tons, the equivalent of that uh, sustainable aviation fuel to move that 10 tons of freight. We have pretty much purchased this flight up front every week until the end of the winter schedule, and we, it's extending into the summer schedule up to 2020, into the first quarter of 2022 and potentially beyond. 
And regardless of, of the support on that plane, it flies. It, it takes off and it lands, it flies. So that, that to me is, is something which is significantly different to what others have been putting out there and saying, well, you know, we're also supporting a sustainable aviation fuel program. Um, and, and, and that's, uh, that's um, something that, uh, that I want to bring forward here. Our program is more specific where um, obviously the, the engines and the infrastructure of the aircraft today will not allow you to 100% load sustainable aviation fuel on a plane and the engines will not be able to run on that. So what we typically do is we load up to the maximum amount that the plane can take, blended with kerosene, and to offset the remaining amount of kerosene that does not, or SCF that does not go into the plane, it's fueled into the Frankfurt Airport network. So in totality, we are loading the equivalent of the entire 174 tons of kerosene that's required to fly that route. Um, and then we're also um, um, loading an additional um, 200, 215 tons, so 215 minus 174, to offset the carbon emissions that comes from the transport of the fuel to the airport and so on and so forth. So this is why it really becomes a carbon neutral flight. The engines itself can take that amount of sustainable aviation fuel. The rest of it gets fueled into the Frankfurt Aviation um, Airport Fuel Network and then is obviously used wherever that, that might be. And then we're looking to do that um, you know, we're exploring expanding that network beyond the Frankfurt-Shanghai route, VV route, into potentially other routes as well. But that's something that's currently being explored, and, and I would not be able to go into more detail on that at this point in time. You know, carbon reduction and waste management energy have been, you know, kind of the main environmental focuses of air cargo companies as they strive to reduce carbon emissions. What has industry response been like for uh, your staff initiatives and have customers, you know, shown interest? Um, and are you hoping, like, more customers will get involved? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we are really promoting this in a strong way, trying to get more and more customers involved. There is a high level of interest, no doubt about it. A number of customers are supporting that flight very specifically. But I must say, I would appreciate if even more customers came on board. So a lot of this is, is still new. I mean, the questions you ask here today is very relevant, but because it explains what this is about, and a lot of people are not clear what this is about. So we have a lot of material that explains that to customers to really, for them to really understand where they're helping, how they're contributing, how they're making it, uh, you know, how they're reducing carbon emissions. And then we just continue that effort of marketing or of bringing that material or that, that information out there. And on the topic of, you know, like support, do you think that the high premium on sustainable fuel options make customers hesitate to purchase staff? And what do you think can be done to encourage, like, more shippers to get involved? Yeah, it's a little bit of a chicken and egg problem, right, Kelly? I mean, one of the reasons why the staff is so expensive, between three to six times more, you know, than, than traditional conventional fuel, is because the level of support for it is not so great. So, Obviously, as the level of support for that grows, you know, more producers get involved in this because now there's a very limited number of companies that do this. Um, then obviously the price will come down, right? So it's a little bit of a chicken and egg problem here where, you know, we don't have enough support. So the price is high. Price is high. People don't want to support. Obviously, if more people come on board, more people support, then the price can come down. It is very expensive now. And, and without doubt, there are some customers that shy away because of that reason. And that's unfortunate. Like I said, for ourselves, we've gone ahead and made that commitment. We're not waiting for a customer to back us up, waiting for a customer to commit, and then we commit, right? We've gone ahead, 
made our commitment. We've bought those flights straight out. We've paid for them. Whether there's any customers on it or there's full of customers, it doesn't matter. Um, and we'd like to see more of that. We'd really like to see more of people coming out, you know, putting their money where their mouth is and saying, yes, it's expensive, but let's get on board with this program, bring those prices down as more and more support comes in. Um, so it is the high price is an inhibitor, but, you know, we need to just get our minds around that and go forward. Yeah. And are there certain industries that are presenting, you know, more interest in SAF usage and investment? Well, automotive industry, we see a lot of interest in that as well. They're really looking, you know, coming forward and looking to support the initiative. Um, we also have the, the luxury fashion industry as well. You know, they are coming out very strong. They have very strong um, um, sustainability programs as well within their companies. Um, they move a lot of air freight. Uh, just the nature of their products requires that. And, um, you know, they're looking at that and saying, yeah, I mean, as much as we need to transport our goods, we are, we are in that way contributing towards CO2 emissions. And it is one of the largest contributors in the supply chain. So they're actively looking at us. So we, we, we do get a lot of interest and support from those industries, electronics industry as well. Um, I was curious if you had any plans to join SAF initiative launched by other carriers. I know you mentioned that you've partnered with Lufthansa. Um, but I was curious what other carriers you work for and how can we get more carriers to start offering staff options? So the, the idea here is not to do this in isolation. The idea is we want to promote this not only with customers, but also with our partner carriers. And, you know, frankly, other logistic providers as well should join in the bandwagon of, of making our world much greener. Um, so in this regard, absolutely, um, you know, we're encouraging our other partner carriers to start doing similar programs, to start looking at, ways they can contribute towards reducing the CO2 emissions as well through using sustainable aviation fuel. So great partnership with Lufthansa. That will continue, but without doubt, um, promoting it with other carriers as well, other partner carriers as well. Really hoping that they'll take it up too. How is the market different than it was in the past, and has the price premium on staff reduced somewhat? Uh, and do you think the premium will continue to decrease, and what can be done to accelerate this? I think the premium will decrease. I mean, again, as more people come on board with the program, you know, more companies then start to get involved in producing stuff as well. Now it's rather limited, the number of companies doing this. Um, then I think we will see that trend happening where the premium drops, more, more people come on board. It becomes more, I wouldn't say, yeah, it becomes more of, of now it seems to be very, very uh, new. It's it, people don't know about it. They're starting to understand it. In future, it becomes a lot more prevalent. So that that's going to help for sure. Um, and I see things going down that path as well. I guess there was a time where the technology did not exist, and you know, they could not produce sustainable aviation fuel in the way it should be produced. You know, using used cooking oil and, and biomass and so on um, to make fuel that then you know goes in a plane and <laughs> drives an engine. So that technology is here today. I'm very happy. And I think that technology will continue to improve. I'm sure they're looking at improving it more and more so they can make it in a, on a cheaper, cheaper fashion, more predominantly in more airports around the world. You can feel you can have this available. Um, so it's 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 moving in the right direction. I just hope it would speed up, actually. So what is keeping carriers and freight forwarders and customers from using staff? Freight forwarder had mentioned, you know, the need for government incentives um, and, you know, recently the European Union proposed a blending man mandate uh, initiative to promote SAF use. That helps, obviously, you know, government incentives and, and things like that. Right. But um, if I look at it from my perspective, we, we didn't wait for a government incentive before we went ahead and said, you know, we're going to support 
uh, reductions in CO2 emissions. We're going to support sustainability and, and we need to, to invest in that. We need to come forward and we need to commit to that, even if it means it costs us money, which is the case. Um, and I would encourage others as well to look at it from that perspective, not sitting back and waiting for an incentive from someone to basically help you to do it, meaning it's going to cost an amount and, oh, I don't want to pay that, so I'm waiting for the government to give me the money instead. You know? <laughs> so I would say, unfortunately, it is an inhibitor in some, for some companies and, and, and so on. But for us, it, it isn't. This is why we're going ahead. We've done what we've done. And we continue to promote it in that way, using maybe ourselves as a good example to say, it's great if the government incentivizes us, welcome that. But if they don't, let's find a way, regardless, right? And why do we, you know, as an air freight industry, take sustainability seriously? Um, and why are these changes so important to implement? Well, I mean, I mentioned it before. If you look at transportation, unfortunately, air freight is one of the biggest culprits in terms of CO2 emissions. Um, I, I, you can double check these figures, but um, historically, air freight contributes two, three percent of the total CO2 emissions in terms of, you know, everyone that's producing CO2 gases today. And the way they said it is if air freight does not do something different and continues to, to pump out CO2 as it does today, while others are making changes, you know, other industries are making changes, that percentage of, of CO2 emissions coming from air freight will go up to 25 percent. Right. I mean, that is significant. Right? So if, if we don't do something in air freight um, to change this around, then I think uh, it, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's not, not going to work. Um, and this is why we need to do something in air freight. We, we need to really look at this and we need to find a way to um, get SAF going and get more sustainability programs. It's a, it's a big contributor, basically, so it needs to be addressed. Besides staff, what critical items need to be addressed in order to promote sustainability within the industry? And are there other areas that D.P. Schenker hopes to address in order to keep reducing, you know, your carbon emissions and make the business more sustainable? Yeah, outside of air freight, Kelly, I mean, D.P. Schenker, as I mentioned, has a very robust sustainability program. So in each of the different business units, you know, the land, transport, the ocean, uh, as well as the warehousing component and so on, various initiatives are being done to, to, to do that. Um, land transport using electric vehicles, for example, pontooning to, to reduce the number of trucks on the road. Um, we looked at um, drones, for example, which are all electrically powered to, to transport freight. Warehouses, you must have heard about green warehouses and how um, those uh, using uh, um, sustainable energy and so on and so forth. So, so many things are being done across the Schenker uh, um, spectrum to, to support this. Uh, but, you know, for me, particularly in air freight, as I mentioned, I mean, it, it, we are the largest contributor now. So, a significant step forward was uh, going down the SAF route using sustainable aviation fuel. And that's something we will continue to pursue and continue to promote. Just creating a big awareness uh, in the industry and on the customer side as well. And we see this with some customers and I take my hat off to them. But some of them say, hey, if you don't, if you logistic provider don't have a robust sustainability program, you're not going to get my business. I mean, being to that extent. Right. So it forces 3PLs like us to also look at it. And say, hey, I mean, we need to get on the bandwagon. We need to get involved with sustainability. Otherwise, you know, our customers will also not not support us. So I, I take my hand off to the customers. Thank you for doing that, because you also force people like us to jump on this bandwagon of sustainability too. And of course, let's not forget the engine manufacturers, because I, there's already talk in the industry about Rolls Royce and GE and other major engine manufacturers coming up with engines that can actually 
be used with even more SAF. So you don't have what you asked me earlier, you know, putting it into the fueling network of an airport and it goes everywhere. You know, you really have it on a plane, right? And it really burns sustainable aviation fuel. And that technology is a little behind at the moment, but it's coming forward. I was, we cannot continue doing business the way we did before. We will not accept that. We just do not accept that. Come up with something and, and we're going to move forward. So. Thank you again to ASOC for joining me for this episode of On Air with Air Cargo World. For more on the topic, check out our recent feature, Sustainable Aviation Fuel, the Key to Decarbonizing the Air Freight Industry, on aircargoworld.com. Thanks also to our listeners and to Air Cargo World's readers. You can download and listen to this podcast and other episodes at aircargoworld.com and on iTunes and Spotify.